0: You are too <laughs> the Snapback Journey Radio. Snapback Journey Radio. Snapback Journey Radio. Presented by Yo Checka TV. With healthy conversations. Like a- Hosted by Checka C. Hey Yo Checka.
1: What's up? It's Checka C, media personality and your host of Snapback Journey. All about women overcoming struggles with their health, heart and pocketbook. Healing mentally, physically and spiritually. The Snapback Journey podcast. It's Checka C on today and we have a special guest. It is Women's History Month. And we're just coming up off of Black History Month. And who else better to have on but Shamika Frazier who who is a consultant in the child welfare industry and also has her nonprofit called A Better Glen, that was built off of the Ahmed. Am I saying his name right? Ahmad. 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 I don't know why I always want to say Ahmed. Oh my God. Ahmad. Um. <clears throat> a a, a mod incident that happened what is it like 3 years now uh 2 years 2 years 2 years ago mm-hmm. um and we want to hear so much more about it and from you and what you got going on but thank you so much for being on today um I know it was a long time coming trying to get everything on because you're also a mom and um we just want to talk about the women's struggles and stuff I know like you and I know each other just to give everybody a little background you were technically like my boss right you ran uh the, the the um Chris 180 it's now called um a nonprofit organization, but you ran as the program director overseeing all of what we did um, for youth with mental health issues, right? And... Mm -hmm. and I just always thought and saw you as a really, really great leader. And I was like, oh my God, she would be really good to talk to about just like leadership and like just being in that role and what that looks like for women. You know, it's Women's History Month. Anyway, we could roll on, but just give everybody a little bit little bit of background about what you do now and your nonprofit.
0: Sure, so um, as Cheka mentioned, I work for a foundation, uh, KC Family Programs is the name of the foundation. It's a national foundation um, that is uh, out of Seattle, Washington, is our home base, but we serve all of the United States, and um, our work is centered around reforming and transforming the child welfare system, which most folks know sort of as the foster care system. Um, I support work in the state of Georgia and in the state of Louisiana. And that work is centered um, in the child welfare agency and in the community, serving families that that touch that system from the point that a referral is received to uh, exiting, um, hopefully to permanency, um, but exiting out of the system. Um, in terms of my, so that's my day job. That's my nine to five. Um, my passion is is in community and. Um, and as you mentioned, I uh, am a co-founder of an organization called A Better Glen. We were uh, founded um, a little over a year ago, and, and we started the work here in Glen County, Georgia, which is in Brunswick, Georgia, after the murder of Ahmaud Arbery. Um His death, um, as most folks know, was by way of running through a neighborhood. We most recently got um, hate crime charges were filed. Um, against those murderers, um, and so they're they're in the midst of sentencing. Um, but but what was interesting about this particular um, case was that it was private citizens that murdered Ahmad mod um, that had some support by the Glenn County Police Department and the DA um, in in some ways covering up the murder. Uh, the murder happened in February of uh, 20. Uh, 20 what year are we in 2022 right now so 2020 right the murder happened and uh it went sort of kind of under the rug if you will uh for some months um and so we started to sort of attack those systems that were at play that allowed for that murder to occur without any accountability um for at least uh three or four months before the community demanded um some accountability so uh, and a mom, right? Like, I can't leave that title out. A new mom, uh, have a seven-month-old, and she was born in the midst of all of this uh, community uh, work and, and activism. So uh, that's a, a, good bit, a small bit of who I am.
1: <laughs> Beautiful. No, I mean, that's a lot. Oh, my God, I can't believe you were pregnant through all of this. Now I'm thinking about that because you either. just said that. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> that's like a lot of stress and craziness on the body, but also it's a beautiful thing. Cause it's like, you're like giving birth to like this being that, um, you know, you're being an activist and you're like embedding that into the baby almost, yeah. right? Like the energy.
0: Yeah. Whoa. That's beautiful. I <laughs> love that.
1: Sure. Yeah. Oh my God. You yeah, know, so that's gotta, first of all, that, the organization that has to be like huge, you guys feel like there's been, do you feel like there's been justice
0: so um you know justice is a process right mm-hmm. um so in some ways for sure um okay. in terms of the accountability that was that was um faced on those murderers uh so a couple of things that we did that we sort of thought were the pathway to justice was number 1 um making sure that citizens knew their rights and the level of authority that they have in holding public officials accountable and so that meant um, demonstrating to individuals how to request police records, how to be in conversation with uh, the chief of police, county commissioners, you know, all of the folks that are elected mm-hmm. um, in support of these positions. And so um, our first sort of measure of justice, if you will, was that citizens became engaged. We have folks that were newly registered to vote. We had folks that were registered to vote that hadn't voted in Year's vote. Um, We provided educational sessions and and that resulted in us um, unseating the DA at that time, who was Jackie Johnson. So that was our first uh, sort of measure of justice that we got a new DA. Um, In addition to having that new DA, we um, had a role in, Sort of advocating or putting forth what we as the community needed in the role of a DA, and so we're still in that in, in that communication with him. So, so justice in that way, right? Um, certainly, the the murderers have been um, tried, and and so justice in that space. But there are a couple of um, key things that have not occurred yet that, that we feel is is in true true uh, justice, and that is there was another DA involved um, that. That uh, had some oversight, and that's VA Barnhill. He still um, is in uh, in power, if you will. There were police officers who responded to the scene um, that did not render aid to Ahmad Aubrey um, and, and instead uh, coddled uh, the murderers. They are still employed. They receive no disciplinary action, um, and so those are just two examples of of where we think um justice needs to be and the third thing i would say which is really i think centered to why we started our organization is that there are significant inequities here in Brunswick Georgia it, much like southern cities across this nation but in south georgia there's high um poverty here um uh, a, a group of folks that particularly that look like me and look like you Cheka that are um, in service industry jobs that are low paid, um, there's low home ownership. Uh, you can run the gamut of all of the outcomes and, and, and people of color are at the low end of that. And so ec- justice, if you will, um, will be fulfilled for our organization once uh, individuals here, have outcomes that are positive and is not determined by the color of their skin um, and by where they live in the county.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. No, that's, um. I mean, makes total sense. You're, you're, I feel like you're living, you probably feel like it too now. It's probably come to fruition for you that you're living in your purpose now, right? Like you're sort of like, okay, this is what I'm meant to be doing. This is, um, activism and leadership in the community at its finest like people don't you know people will do it to an extent but will they be like living it in the trenches like really right. making the phone calls doing the work do like making it happen what do you find is the most like challenging when it comes to taking on that leadership role and like really making these things happen all these little pieces and parts to everything that needs to happen
0: Mm, I, I think oh, gosh, a couple of challenges. Certainly balancing life, right, and our and personal life and, and the heaviness of of this type of work um is certainly a challenge and none not a challenge that I recognized that I had until I had my own little one. Um, because uh the amount of energy uh and attention it takes to raise a child, um as you know, is, is more than a notion and to have something left to give to people outside of your home um, it is a challenge, right? And I think it's it's a challenge and it's also a motivator um, because there's no way that I would want to not be involved in making this place better uh, for my child to be raised in. Um, but it's certainly, um, it is a challenge and sort of balancing that, and so i'm 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 in process of learning how to continue to uh pour back into myself and pour back into my family, my husband and my daughter um so that I can continue to give out into the community um The other piece is my my professional work in terms of my nine to five in some ways is still the same work it's just a different population <laughs> so I'm like, girl, you need to get a hobby, like a a hobby that feels good because your whole life is centered around social issues, (laughs) Um, but it's what gives me life, you know, and so it's it's also trying to figure that out, Um, so it it feels like a 24-hour sort of situation.
1: That's interesting that you say that though, because it is it, people would consider, oh my god, it's so depressing it's so it feels so heavy it's a lot to take in you're you know you're trying to take on the 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 issues of the world and like in our community, and like how are you taking on those pressures, and then you got the baby, and you have an eighteen year old mm-hmm. son I remember when um the Ahmad Aubrey thing happened, the tragedy happened um I was talking to one of my good friends who has I think he's 16. And she was just like, Oh my Mm -hmm. God. Like, I don't even want to let him like ride outside in the streets, like on his bike anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just so also, there's a lot of anxiety, I guess, around it. Right. Mm -hmm. Like as being the leader, but then also being the mom, you're like, Oh my God, like nervous and worried about like where this can go. And then also Mm -hmm. like, is this going to be safe for my child? It's like two different worries, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, but I just, what well, you, you definitely have to find some sort of balance between that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so my wonder is that, do you have some sort of a hobby that you're doing outside of all of this, or is it just this 24 seven?
0: Oh gosh. So which, I which mean, I'm not going to say
1: just because it's a big deal what you're doing, you know?
0: Yeah. But, yeah. I think so. I, I've, you know, so in the in the midst of all this, as I was sharing with you, we we moved from Atlanta to Brunswick, Georgia. So we li- we moved from this place that's abundant with recreational activities to a, a smaller town that is is a bit of a culture shock. On top of being in the pandemic for the last two years, and so. I give that context because I I sort of lost my social connections when everyone lost their social connections, um, and then moving to a place where I also don't have those network of friends that I had uh, in the area, although I couldn't really see them anyway, <laughs> you know. And then then add a baby on top of that, right? So then you're we're, we're being extra cautious with a baby. So I am in the process of really just trying to figure out where I fit in the community in terms of activities. I'll just be honest with you, like we are spoiled <laughs> in the Atlanta area where where we can find affinity groups um, of folks that look like us and are you know involved in the same things. I, I haven't necessarily found that outside of the tribe that we created with the Better Glen. Um, we're 13 members strong. So I haven't found that outside of this group. Um, so I'm I'm trying to figure that all out, right? Like, you know, how do you start to engage other mothers and you know and, and sort of have that support and you know and pull your kids together? And I've had a few people reach out and, and I've been grateful for that. And so I'm I'm starting to feel more comfortable as this, as our the risk of the pandemic goes to ease down to figure out what that is. But um, girl, before the baby, it would have been wine and a book club. Like that's my that's my gig wine in a book club now it's like as soon as the baby down it's like wine and i'm out <laughs> i'm in the right. bed at like nine o'clock so too tired you know, too so. tired
1: to even do anything <laughs> i know it i'll be sleeping with uh, amelia she's four i'll be like all right let's go girl that's it it's a slumber <laughs> party we just going to bed together because that's too right for real. <laughs> like, it ain't even happening that's right. oh my god right. oh no, yeah but 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 i guess it makes sense that you have like curated this group already right mm-hmm. and in a positive force uh, in the community so so with that being said you know you are saying like coming from Atlanta where there's so many things to do and so many groups to join and be social but now you're sort of creating your own group and your own thing right and that's cool because you are a leader so for me it's like a no-brainer for you to just be leading some <laughs> you know like okay let's go Let's lead it. Let's do it. This is, you know, like, yeah. I feel like you could totally be running like a mom organization and then, a, you know, the activism organization, right? Like a better Glenn and everything else, because it's just like, that's you. I think for you, it sort of like fits. Um, but I know also becoming a new mom, you feel like totally like displaced from who you are. Like, you're like, who mm-hmm. am I anymore? Because you yes. just feel so that's like right. out of your body. Like, it just is like, that's right. who is this person? Okay, I just need to like get like, and then also like the sleep <laughs> deprivation is real. You know that affects yeah, your mental true. health. You know that because you've been right. you were in the game for so long, right? With Chris One Eighty, like you know the me- mm-hmm. like if you ain't getting that sleep, oh, it's you know that's like a very that's key true. component.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But I want yeah, to about on lead. top of that.
1: Postpartum, yeah. Postpartum is real. Postpartum is super real. Um, what, what, um, what other things are you doing for, like, what, what are the next steps for your organization right now and leadership role?
0: Yeah, so it's so, so it, this is so um, on time in terms of the leadership, because we are actually in the process of developing, um, uh, two sort of leadership tracks. One uh, for young people in high school, um, we have one of our our, uh, members is a coach in the local high school and a teacher, a teacher of African American history. Um, And we uh, decided to do what we're calling this justice journey, and that is to take young people um, along the coast to learn about um, their history and connect it to advocacy. Um, So, one of the unique things about where we are here in Brunswick is that it is. Um, also uh, rich in the history of the Gullah Geechee culture. Um, Jaco Island, um, which is one of the islands off of this uh, coast is where one of the last slave ships docked called the Wanderer that's on Jaco Island. And then on um, St. Simon's Island, there's um, where the Igbo tribe, um, and they're famously known or infamously known as the tribe that um, out of Nigeria West Africa that decided that some of them decided that rather than to be enslaved they would um uh, take their own lives into their hands and they sort of walked into the ocean um and in our in our days terms committed suicide but to me suicide doesn't um necessarily really describe in some ways their own liberation but they 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 chose to take their lives by way of of uh walking and drowning into the ocean. That landing here, or that site here is, is um, on St. Simons. And I mention those two things because it gives context about the history and strength of this area. Um, and um, another island that is off of this coast is Sapelo Island, which is um, another island that had a plantation that enslaved Africans. And it's actually the the um, ancestry of Ahmaud Aubrey. So we're taking young people from the, starting here Um, in Brunswick off of St. Simon's and Jekyll, going to Staffalo Island to learn about um, our history there, to to Savannah, Georgia, um, and then to Charleston, South Carolina. And so the young folks will be be doing that um, around spring break here, so that'll be in April. Um, Our goal, uh, ultimately, is to provide scholarships for those young people to go to historically Black colleges and to encourage them to choose careers that are focused around justice um, with the goal of them returning back to our community. So that's that's first phase of leadership. And that second phase of leadership is we are developing a leadership program for um, folks here that are interested in either running for public office, being on nonprofit boards, or just standing in wherever they are and exerting this idea or this this um, not idea but this embodying sort of equity and taking that into their workplaces so we're hoping to launch that second leadership fellowship program uh, next year but we are uh, in the process now of gathering um, leaders that we believe are in our community that are content experts in those spaces that can help develop that curriculum and, and put that out so, We're we're trying to have sort of a two generation approach, if you will, to leadership.
1: Wow, bravo. That's beautiful, man. I mean, cause what better than to be a leader, but then also be leading a team of folks that are going to be leaders, right? Like, yeah, I mean, that's like the ultimate. It's like, okay, I'm making I'm a leader, but I'm making a whole bunch of leaders. Like I'm gonna just clone a whole bunch that's of men, right. <laughs> basically. <laughs> because I I'm but also that's I funny. hear fun things like in that process. I hear like, oh my God, this could be like a museum, like a tour like attract tourist attraction you know me i always think hustle brain so i'm like oh this is like a tourist attraction like come on in how many students do you have so far
0: do you have, like, um, have i think you we're looking to to go up to 20 students i believe okay. that's the number we're at now okay, okay um okay. from there's two high schools here uh, uh high school and glenn academy but so we're looking to to um get young folks from those two schools
1: and how do they um i guess like apply and or qualify
0: so the in Brunswick, for excuse me, for Brunswick High School, some of those young people are um, a part of what um, the coach there has called social justice club. Okay. So there, they will enter by way of that, and then Glenn County doesn't have the equivalent – Glenn Glenn Academy, excuse me, doesn't have the equivalent of that. But we're currently collaborating with teachers over in that um, at that school, and they'll they'll nominate um, young folks for that. Um, and then once we we have those young people, we're certainly um, in the process of getting, you know, sponsorship um, to support financially support these young people going, um, also to get credits from the school so it counts towards their their class credits. Um, so yeah, we're we're wow. super excited about it.
1: That's a lot of work, though. It is a lot of work.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of work, but we got a team of folks. Um, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing that that uh, work other than providing the vision for it. Okay. Um, we have some some folks on a team that are leading that okay um that are you know to work directly with those young people because of course you know we always want their voice in the process and the people that's closest to the folks impacted in that planning um myself and a couple of the other founding members are are focusing on the uh the leadership component for um that we're trying to launch next year
1: love it is it um is it so you 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 own the nonprofit, right are you the sole owner mm-hmm. okay.
0: one of it's well three is three of us that are okay. co-founders yeah okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well there's is five co-founders excuse me but there's three of us on the on the uh, board for the nonprofit.
1: gotcha okay and as a woman leader how many other women are on the team is it like a lot of women or is it just a nice mix uh,
0: over half yeah okay. over half oh, okay yeah. that's cool yeah
1: and then of mm-hmm. course this is open to boys and girls, right? There's no one yeah, thing. Okay.
0: Good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. I love the fact that it's like yeah. over half of women that are like leading the charge to this, right? Like you feel like I feel like it would be more men when you think of like activism, but then also like women are the backbone to like a lot of these things, right? That are happening over the years. Like you always see like these major leaders, you know. But then you know everybody always looks at the wife. What was the wife doing? You know, um, so yeah. it's interesting. Is your husband a part of it too, or is it just
0: you? And... No. It's just, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. he He's definitely a support, right? Uh, right. Emotional support for of sure. Um, uh, but yeah, we. I mean, we we certainly have some strong men on the team, and and I'll just say, like, and it like you just mentioned, so historically, women have been sort of thought as. You know, take care of the home while while the men are out uh, around, are out advocating. But, you know, there are so many. I mean, Harriet Tubman to start off with, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if I can cuff on the podcast, but yeah. I mean, <laughs> a badass woman can go back all those amount of time to get people to freedom, right? She wasn't yeah. just satisfied with her own freedom. She I continued know. to go back, right? Badass. Angela mm-hmm. Davis, badass, right? Like, there's so many women historically that um, have been leading um, leading the movement, and in some spaces, I think we're better poised to do so or better positioned to do so. Um, but uh, you know, we we don't do anything without without the support of of our, uh, of, our of our men, right? So mm-hmm, I guess mm-hmm. it just depends on who who's the face. Uh, for a particular effort. Yeah. But
1: yeah, for sure. Now I know the baby's only seven months, but do you bring her around to the social meetings or anything like that? Are she with you or are you just going um,
0: kinda... Yeah, she sometimes well, I mean, again, because 'cause we're in the middle of the pandemic yeah. right now, I don't even want to be around people sure, breathing. sure. That's um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she had, she she has been in some spaces. It's, it's so interesting. Like uh, I guess almost two years ago we um were doing some get out the vote work. Um, and were recognized uh, by Black Voters Matter here. Mm-hmm. It's a national organization, but the, the chapter here in Georgia. And I ended up um, in an interview with Oprah Winfrey, which was like last, it was a whole what? lot that led up to that. But the interesting thing about that is I think maybe a day or two before that interview is when I found out um, or that I was pregnant. And <laughs> so in the middle of what? that interview... Oh. I was uh sick as a dog but you know so that that's a story I I look forward to telling Adea that you know she was in my belly when we uh <laughs> when we had oh an interview my god. um so yeah she she's been in the middle of all of it
1: That's beautiful. Sure. Oh my god, I love that. So obviously she's going to be as she gets older she'll be like the treasurer of the company. Now, <laughs> vice president <laughs> maybe at some point. Yeah.
0: <laughs> For sure. She has two that. two parents with two strong personalities. So yeah. there will be no choice but that's right for her to speak up. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe the next president. Who knows? There's no telling. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Oh my God. That's beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining. It's a quick hot quick show, but we could definitely do a part two at some point, I'm sure, because there's so many layers to this. Um But thank you for coming on, nevertheless. If anybody needs to get any information from you, where can they go?
0: Um, They can go to abetterglenn.org. That's A-B-E-T-T-E-R-G-L-Y-N-N.org. You can also go to my website, uh, Shamika F. Sorrells. That's S-H-E-M-E-K-A-F-S-O-R-R-E-L-L-S.com. And all of my contact information is there.
1: Thanks so much for joining Snapback Journey. And of course, you know, you can reach us on yochecka.com. That's Y-O-C-H-E-C-K-A.